Hey, it's Kevin here. I just got off the phone a little while ago with a past uh, colleague, coworker, and uh, they were thinking about going out full time as a consultant. And they don't quite know, you know, what their steps are and what they should do, and whether it's even a good idea for them. So they're asking me, how did I do it? You know, the last place I worked was with this person about six years ago, and I uh, worked in a corporate. Uh, job as a web administrator and marketer and eventually you know that's when I transitioned full-time into being a uh, freelancer consultant agency owner etc and the advice that I had for her was this so she's got about a month left on her contract ideally what would have happened is she would have started a little bit earlier and started picking up some clients on the side in the evenings and weekends this is against most employers uh, rules and I'm not going to advise you to to break their rules and what have you I personally did it on the low-key you know I didn't uh, promoted it. I didn't uh, talk about it out loud. I really just through my relationships was able to pick up some web design clients and some and then some digital marketing clients. Um, but picking up work on the side allows you to not only earn a little bit more money and then to save it so that when you do go on your own, uh, you're, you're out there and, and life is good. You know, you've got a little bit of a runway, so you're not desperate. The last thing you want to be is desperate when you go out full time uh, or even at any point in your career as a, an, an independent. So the the, uh, the yeah, so if you can do some so, some freelancing on the side, that's always going to be a good thing. What I also recommend is having a blog, a personal blog of some kind, usually under your own name. Although I started one under uh, kvnw.com, and I just started kind of blogging about marketing and digital marketing. And what that did was it allows me to um, demonstrate expertise to you know even just professionally, even within my career, I was able to kind of tackle some of these things I was working through and then just sort of curate and find information and just kind of share it and get in the habit of creating content. When I eventually left my full-time job, I had a few clients kind of under my belt. I had a little bit of recurring revenue through digital marketing. Um, and that's a big thing. If you can get some recurring revenue as opposed to 100% project work, your life and your stress levels are going to be you know way down. So whatever you decide to do is up to you. But ideally, you want to have a few clients before you take the leap and go full time. She's only got about a month, so that's not going to work as well. One of the other things I did when I initially started going out on my own full time was was doing subcontracting work for other agencies. So maybe they were a design agency and didn't really do much in the way of web development. So I would do do that portion of the work for them, or they could do a few other skills, but not some other things that I had like SEO or pay-per-click. So I would take on that work for them. Um, whatever you do, sometimes the best way, and this was kind of my advice to her because she knew a few agencies or consultants already, and one of them had actually asked her if she would want to do a bit of work with her uh, in the future. And um, so if you can get a little bit of subcontractor work in the beginning, that's a great way to kind of develop your expertise, You know, kind of get a running start, especially because you probably won't have all of your ducks lined up in terms of your contract and your pricing and all that good stuff. Um, ideally you don't do hourly pricing. You just do fixed fees or monthly kind of, you know, fixed scope retainer. It's highly recommend doing that approach and not going hourly if you can avoid it. Although if you need to do hourly, that is fine while you're getting started. Anyway, um, subcontracting is great for a while. And then eventually you're just going to realize that you need to make more money and you know, your mark, you won't make as much money on those engagements. Um, so ideally you want to continually create blog content and kind of, you know, I used to be able to just publish content on LinkedIn and people would come out of the woodworks asking me, you know, if I could help them do stuff for them. So LinkedIn was always a powerful tool for me uh, in terms of getting new clients. In fact, I had a client reach out, not a client, a past university roommate reach out and ask about if I, whether I knew someone um, who could help them with the redesign of the company that he works for. So LinkedIn, anyway, is just a great place to stay in front of the people in your network. Um, and, you know, ideally, you know, you're, you're doing it, you're sharing a bit of content on LinkedIn, kind of staying in front of people, demonstrating expertise. But then once you go full time, you can announce it, you can add a service page to your blog. 
Um, so having a blog with existing content and then transitioning it into a business is a great strategy that works really well as well. So when I left my corporate job, I immediately put a services page up there and, and you know listed out web design, digital marketing, and a few other kind of services. And if, right off the bat, I could say, hey, I'm leaving this job. I'm starting this new career, da 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 And then your network you know, effects can really work well for you at that point. So eventually, though, you need to wean yourself off of subcontracting work. And you only do that once you have enough client work and direct client work that you can kind of wean yourself off. It took me a few years to get off of the subcontracting work. So I'm not against subcontracting when you're started, but eventually when you get to a level, you don't want to continue subcontracting because you don't own the end client relationship. And that can be a problem, especially if you do if you work for an agency or some other consultant and you do three or four projects under their belt, it would take nothing for them to switch that off for you at any time. So you want to get into a direct client relationship whenever possible, um, subcontract only as long as you need to. Um, but yeah, it's a, you know, a lot of these agencies are uh, understaffed and maybe they have more projects than they can handle and, or they want to be able to do more things. You know, I worked for an IT consultancy before that, that wanted to do web design and digital marketing. So I basically became their, their team and they would mark up my time as well. Uh, as you get started, your prices are going to be lower as well. So they're going to be able to mark up your time and that's a nice value prop. Eventually you charge them a little bit less and your end clients a little bit more. And then eventually you phase yourself off of subcontracting. At some point, you're going to reach a, f a stage where you're going to be too busy and you're either going to have to subcontract work or or become and, and therefore become an agency or, or, a sub or a contractor of some kind, or you're going to do consulting. And that's kind of where I really like to focus. And that's where I do most of my work today. Um, at which point you're basically saying, you know, you're kind of going higher level, like I could do it for you and that's going to be this price. Or I could consult with you and help you get to that same result for a fraction of the cost or some other kind of benefit that, that I kind of talk about a lot in these posts. So in terms of just going from zero to consulting, I think a few best ways are one, reach out to your network, people you know, people who are, especially if they own agencies or consultancies already, see what kind of needs they have. See if they can introduce you to other agencies or other consultancies um, in your, you know, that have potentially an interest in what you do. Um, and then you have a blog to begin with, uh, under your own name or under a company name or a pseudonym, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, put on a service page once you go full time, have the recurring revenue in place as much as you can so that you're not kind of just surviving project to project. So almost no matter what it is you can, you, you, you do, ideally you want to work with clients that need that thing on an ongoing basis. So if it's content writing, don't think of it as a per article, think of it as maybe, maybe there's a per article piece, but it's you know, baked into a monthly agreement that, that has some other things or, or something. So anyway, those are sort of my main tips from going zero to one is, is those kind of pieces. I think the name of the game is having kind of a website that at least shows some level of credibility that has some blog content built up. Um, and then as you go out full time, develop some case studies and some testimonials and really show people what you do. And uh, that's about it. And then eventually wean yourself off of the subcontracting thing. But, the, you know, the subcontracting thing is probably uh, an underreported and highly effective way to continue getting revenue while you still build up your own client base. So I'm a big fan of that in the beginning and then after a while, uh, completely shut that off. So now if someone wanted to subcontract work to me, unless I could completely hand it off to like a developer and then just kind of manage the process, I don't do it. And um, that's just worked really well for me since. So yeah, that's that's about it. There's more to it than that, but you know, I think uh, I'll kind of explore that in some kind of smaller topics. I know that some folks that are part of this group now um, have been doing some some marketing work for a long time. They're thinking about how to get started. Best way to do it, as I said, on the side, have your own, you know, yourname.com. Start blogging. Demonstrate some kind of credibility. Figure out what it is that you like and what you what it is you have to say, and uh, and then kind of take it from there. 
So hope that helps. Let me know if you've got any questions and I will uh, be glad to, to respond. Again, if you've got any questions, you can always drop them in the comment section. You can also email me. Um, advice at hey.com is probably the best way to get through. Otherwise, you know, uh, I'm available. So just come find me and I'll answer your questions either one-to-one or in an anonymous recording response like this one. Well, thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.